Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of Professionally Fit. Professionally Fit is a podcast dedicated to professional women who are managing their career and health and wellness. We interview entrepreneurs and executives who are soaring in their fields and in their enterprises and get insight about how they maintain their health and fitness while still maintaining a lucrative career. Today on the show, we have Hillary Riddlefield, who is actually an actress out of California. And I'm so excited to have her on the show today because she's going to give us some awesome insight about how she maintains a pretty much unpredictable schedule, but still is able to stay on task with her health and wellness. Welcome to the show, Hillary. Hi, thank you. I'm honored to be here. Thank you so much. So, guys, Hillary is actually a cousin-in-law of mine, and I was recently in California for a conference, and I actually went by her home to have dinner, and we actually had some really enlightening conversation about some practices that we actually include in our personal lives to kind of stay on task mentally and physically. So I thought she would be awesome to have on the show because I know a lot of the people we've had on um, we're kind of in a nine-to-five thing and kind of had a set schedule, but I think Hillary is awesome because she actually just has a schedule that can change from day to day. Is that right, Hillary? Yeah, I never know when an audition is going to come up or if I book a job when I'm going to be on set, and so um, I have to be flexible. My husband has to be flexible uh, so we can take care of our child and make sure that we're getting everything done we need to get done around the house. Right. Wow, that's amazing. So I know um, Hillary's pretty established, guys. Hillary, why don't you just brag about yourself for a bit? Why don't you tell us a little bit about um, some of the things you've done, maybe some of the things we saw you on. Give us kind of a peek into your life. Okay. Um, So my married name is actually Hillary Whittefield. My professional name is Hillary Ward. So if you were wondering, well, if you looked on IMDb or something and said, I can't find her, that's, that's my name is Hillary Ward. But um, most recently, um, I was just in a recurring role on the television show The Fosters. I had a very popular Super Bowl ad for Campbell's Soup that ran uh, this past Super Bowl. And coming up next month, I'm playing Coretta Scott King in the um, film adaptation of All the Way that's going to be on HBO starring Brian Cranston and Anthony Mackie. So, those, so I'm pretty excited about that. I get to go to New York and go to the premieres for that. Yeah. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. It's very awesome. exciting. <laughs> yes, it is. And I can't wait to tune in. Um, so guys, Hillary is amazing. I've been knowing her for a couple of years now, and I've always been impressed about how intellectual she is, how fit she is, how committed she is to her family. So, um, Hillary, so why don't you give us, let's just dive right in into our okay. first thing question. Um, How do you stay professionally fit with such an unpredictable schedule with a husband, a young son? How do you maintain your professionally fit status? Well, the first thing um, I do is I make it a priority, just like all the other things I need to do, getting food on the table, getting my work done for my marketing, getting my auditions done. I schedule it into my day just like any other priority. So generally for me, I drop off my son, I go straight to the gym, usually in that hour I can knock it out and then I have the rest of my day to go about, you know, whatever comes up. Now, sometimes that can't happen. Sometimes I have to, gosh, the other day I had to 
be ready for an audition at 9.30 in the morning. I usually don't even drop my phone off till 8.30. And I don't know if you've been to L.A. lately, but the traffic's insane. Oh, you do know because you drove to my house. <laughs> um, so I don't have time to get in a workout in the morning in that case. So I'll try to work it in in another part of the day. Or I've also just taken the the attitude with myself that something is better than nothing. So even if it's not my usual entire hour of a spin class or weightlifting, if it means I need to park a little farther away from where the office is and I'm auditioning in, I'll do that. Or if it means I'm going to park farther away when I run to the grocery store in the middle of the day so I can get some steps in, I do that. Or if it means, gosh, I really don't feel like going to the gym today, but at least I can, like, go walk around the mall for an hour. You can get 5,000 steps in. You know what I mean? So it doesn't always have to feel like a workout to be to make sure that you're being physical in some way. And then the other thing I've realized is that if I don't take time to get to the gym, if I don't take the time to do what I call some self-care um, which for me, it looks like exercise, it looks like quiet time to work on a gratitude list or to do some meditation. And sometimes it looks like getting a massage or getting a manicure or pedicure, you know, just something nice for myself. <laughs> I realize that I'm not uh, as patient or present a parent or a wife. So I'm actually a better, I'm better for the people in my life, for the family that I care so much about, if I take the time out to take care of myself. Yes, yes, I absolutely love. You said, you hit the nail on the head on so many different things. Um, the first thing that I love that you said is that something is better than nothing. Sometimes we are so yeah. self-critical and we beat ourselves up so much about, what we can and what we cannot do, and we feel like if it's not a full 30, 45, 60 minutes, um, then we haven't accomplished something, we're down on ourselves, yeah. or sometimes we feel like if we can't do anything, we shouldn't do anything at all, right? Yeah. Um, and so I love what you said. If you have to park further away, if you have to get it in walking around the mall, whatever it takes. I remember um, when I was living abroad, I did this challenge where I know I was going to be teaching all day. Wednesdays were was our late mm -hmm. day. So I actually did this thing where every hour I just stood up and did 10 squats. And by the end of the day, I had yeah. like 100-something squats, you know? Yeah. Um, so you're right. Things we have this conventional way of looking at what exercise is, or I love what you call it, what self-care is. Um, yeah. And sometimes we have to learn how to step outside of those boxes, get out of our own way, and do what we can, right? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And it, it and then you end up not being so rigid with yourself and with everybody else. I feel like, you know, all of us could stand to soften a little bit towards ourselves and the judgments we put on ourselves. And so that's, that's helped me, you know, just realizing, actually, I do need to go to the gym right now. <laughs> it's going to be a lot better for everybody if I go to the gym. And it's, right. it's just an hour. And then when I'm back, I can really be back. I can really be present, and I can be happy to be doing those things, you know. Right. Yeah, yeah. and like you said, you're better for it, especially once you mm -hmm. get into the habit of making it a regular part of your life. Um, yeah. You notice right away when you don't, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. I feel an energy shift, and I get, I get 
sad. I get irritated more quickly. And I also tend to start um, the thoughts come up that bring a lot of self-criticism if I'm mm-hmm. not at the gym, that I can't seem to get my mind quiet as well when I don't get that physical exercise in. So right. I know it's a big difference. Absolutely, absolutely. So it's important. Then that kind of leads us to our next question, something you mentioned and that you and I actually talked about on a personal level was meditation. And mm-hmm. so one of the questions is, how does maintaining your physical health kind of translate to your mental and spiritual health for you? Is They're all interconnected for you? Yes. I, you know what I realized, and it, it was earlier, um, but I, maybe it was late last year as I was really trying to um, I'm always trying to push myself and my career to expand and to not de- be dependent on someone else for a job. It's very easy as an actor to feel helpless. And so um, I'm always looking for ways to empower myself. And one thing I've realized um, in how health and fitness and spiritual growth and mental health are all intertwined is if I can't keep if I can't honor the promises I make to myself why Mm. should anybody else Mm. so if if I don't think I'm worth the healthy food if I don't think that I'm worth the time it takes to work out if I don't think I'm worth the time to get my head and my spirit right why should anybody else honor that and you can't so so what I've come to realize is I can't look outside myself for those things if Mm -hmm. if the commitment starts with me then I feel like I end up attracting other people who rise to meet that does that make sense it makes a hundred percent oh it makes so much sense um that's one of the things I always like to tell people as well like once you start respecting your own time your own self-care routine, once you start respecting those things, others automatically do it, and and they automatically follow your lead about how you respect your own self. Like, people know automatically what I eat and what I don't eat and that I'm going to exercise and work out, right? And so they automatically accommodate me. It's not Mm -hmm. a question, you know, and then it goes with anything. When you respect your own body, when you respect taking time out for yourself, um, and then when you're loyal to your own routine, that makes a big difference, like you said, in the energy that you attract as well as how others respond to you. Yeah, and I feel, you know, I'm a parent, and I feel like it's a good, it's something I want to model for my son that, you know, on Saturday mornings, me and my girlfriends, I have a, a group of about six girlfriends. We get up, we meet at the park at 930 in the morning every Saturday. And sometimes my husband is home, but my my husband um, is a Navy reservist, so there's one weekend out of the month that he's gone. He's also a big brother. He mentors a kid, and so sometimes he's off with his little brother. And so I could stay at home on those days that Clay is at home, but instead I bring Campbell with me. And, you know, we get some we get some toys, and I get him some water and some snacks together. And I got him a little stopwatch so he can help, you know, keep track of how long the intervals are and stuff. But it's just an hour. He can he can play by himself for an hour 
while I get a workout in. And then the rest of the day, we go do what he wants to do. We go to the park, we go to lunch, we, you know, have our weekend. But, but I think it's, I think it's important for him to know that this is a priority. This is something mama wants to do. It's only an hour of your life. <laughs> and then we can do whatever you want to do. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because yeah. what I found is, like you said, like even with Campbell, health and wellness is a learned behavior. We don't mm-hmm. we have to put into practice and we have to continuously practice. And, and as you grow it, then it becomes kind of a habit. But it doesn't start off that way. So we yeah. have to develop that habit, right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Wow. This is golden. I love it, Hillary. So we have. <laughs> couple more questions for you. We're okay. almost ready to wrap up here. But our next signature question is, how do you impact the world? We're not concerned with how you make your money, but kind of mm-hmm. the impact that you're looking to leave. And if that so happens to comp- um, result in monetary compensation, so be it. Yeah. Um, you know, I well, the, the first thing I'm doing is, as like I said, I'm a mother and I'm trying to raise a conscious, kind citizen of the world, you know, um, who is, um, and I'm trying to let him be himself instead of pushing him into maybe a more conventional idea of what success is. I don't, I don't know what he's going to be. He's only four and I'm trying not to put that, put anything on him as far as expectations of what he will be. Um, but I'm trying to give him the tools to develop who he's meant to be. Um, and the other part of, of what I care about and what I feel like is my mission in the world is um, I realized, again, just in the past few years of becoming a, a parent, is that probably besides me and my husband, the biggest influence on my child and on, on people in general is mass media and I find myself in this line of work where, um, you know, we're not represented enough. Women aren't represented enough. People of color are not represented enough. When they are represented, we are very often marginalized and stereotyped and not developed. And so, and I remember growing up um, feeling invisible, you know, or feeling unattractive. And it it wasn't because anyone explicitly said those things to me, but I realized that I never saw myself in Mm. any plays or films or television shows or magazines that I loved. Mm. And so um, I'm very conscious about the kinds of roles that I will accept, the kinds of auditions that I'll accept, um, and the when I'm fortunate enough to work, the kind of work that I'm doing on film, stage, screen, um, I'm writing, I'm producing, because I just feel it's really important for everyone to see themselves in stories, you know, mm-hmm. stories Stories help us process identity. They help us dream. They help expose us to new possibilities, new worlds. And so they should be for everyone. 
and um, I'm I'm working to be an active part of creating stories that really show everyone. Um, that that's been what I'm what I'm trying to do. I'm working at it. <laughs> oh yes, and you're doing an awesome job at it. <laughs> Thank you for giving us permission to feel comfortable in our skin. Oh, it's just so, you're absolutely right. I remember growing up feeling the exact same way, especially being mm-hmm. a dark, darker complected woman, you yeah. know. Yeah. You don't, you're right. Those things aren't reflected in the media. Yes, it's gotten better, but we still have a long way to go. Yes, and we do. Not strong, or um, if you don't have the upbringing or a parental figure telling you, no, you're beautiful, you're great, you know, that mm-hmm. can be hard. You know, especially with social media and everything, like pictures yeah. and videos, everything, and we tend to see a snapshot into someone else's life and assume all these beautiful things about them. Mm-hmm. And it can be hard to really self-identify and stay comfortable in your own space. So yeah. thank you for contributing to that. And one of the things that I really um, took from that was that one of your main contributions is um, raising another awesome human being. You know, that is a big deal. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm doing my best. <laughs> so Campbell is going to be great because he has a great foundation. And um, just the fact that you're on a not even a daily, but just like on an hourly basis, you're conscious of everything that he's exposed to. And like you said, not putting boundaries or anything around him. I'm sure, I'm 100% sure that it's going to re- turn out beautifully. So kudos to you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so we're going to finish off with one final question, kind of an impromptu yeah. as we okay. close, Hillary. Um, as an artist and as a professional, professionally fit individual, can you give our listeners maybe three final tips, three things that they can do to kind of stay on task and keep pushing out there, especially when they have these busy schedules or unpredictable like, lifestyles like yourself? Uh, the first thing I would just reiterate is something is better than nothing. 15 minutes, uh, you know, doing squats or sit-ups is better than none. <laughs> and mm-hmm. um, the second thing I would say is um, make sure that you honor your promises to yourself. Mm. If nothing else, just because it will make you feel empowered and and you will attract people who respect those those boundaries and those um standards you set for yourself i really feel like what you focus on grows it expands and you will be amazed at the people who come into your life to support that when you start setting those boundaries for yourself and i guess uh the last thing is uh, the flip side of that is uh, practice a lot of self-forgiveness. It's not easy to change all at once. It's, it, it, you're going to have setbacks and struggles. So be in the place where you can forgive yourself and keep moving forward. Absolutely. Brilliant, brilliant pieces of advice. I hope you guys got all that today. Hillary, you have been absolutely amazing. Oh, as- thank you. <laughs> you so much for your awesome tips. Guys, again, if you want to catch Hillary, she'll be in All the Way In on May 21st on HBO playing Coretta Scott King representing. Thank you so much for that. And um, (laughs) as always, guys, if you need any type of 
tips or help jumpstarting your healthy lifestyle, you can log on to www.fitcamp360.com and we'll be more than happy to get you started. Um, this has been Professionally Fit and we look forward to another episode next week. Thanks again, Hillary. Thank you. Bye. Have an awesome <laughs>